Hey, welcome to episode five of The Lobby, where we talk and make you feel like you are in the lobby at River City Church. My name is Aaron. And I'm Becky. And we are coming from our kitchen, broadcasting or recording from our kitchen table once again. You know, someday, so if we were going to uh, broadcast or record or whatever it's called, um, live from a unique location, where do you think we would do it? Like on, like the couch, maybe? <laughs> <laughs> You could put the microphone on the ottoman and then sit on the couch. Mm. Yeah, that's the hard-kidding uh, content from the lobby that you get from that. <laughs> Not a lot of creativity around here, but we're going to have creativity today because uh, we have been receiving questions from the mail for the mailbag about a lot of sports-related questions. Mm-hmm. So this is actually the all-sports mailbag episode here. Yep. So how are you feeling about that? I'm ready. I'm here for sports, <laughs> generally speaking. So, um, so my favorite podcast is the Zach Low podcast, which is the Low Post. And so, one of the things that so a guest that he sometimes has on is Rachel Nichols, who's an NBA reporter. We love Rachel Nichols here. Yeah, she has red hair, so I always think she's one of my daughters. Yeah, Leah's like, Even... I love Rachel Nichols' <laughs> hair. And we we do sometimes watch the jump, like as a family. Like Leah, Leah. Leah asks to watch the jump. Yeah, sometimes. So. I think it's. I mean, I think she likes it because it's interesting. But I think she just feels a special closeness to Rachel Nichols. Yeah, and I like that Rachel Nichols is like a smart, intelligent woman who like earned her job by being smart. So right. Yep. So, so Zach Lowe sometimes has Rachel Nichols on, and sometimes she uh, uh, she plays the game with him. Zach explains. Oh. So, because Zach kind of lives under a rock, kind of, kind of like I, I live under a rock sometimes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so sometimes she'll ask a question like, "Zach, explain to me what Snapchat is." Oh. So he'll just explain <laughs> it in this ridiculous way because he doesn't understand what it is, but he knows enough <laughs> to be dangerous. Okay. So it's just really funny. Yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. So sometimes when it comes to sports, uh, you're maybe a little bit more like that. <laughs> yes. So yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> So that's why uh, you're far more entertaining to talk to about sports than I am. Well, to be fair, I feel like if some people might have heard, like, this is an all-sports mailbag, and they're like, I don't know the sports. Well, neither do I. So (laughs) I feel like this should be entertaining to you whether you know the sports or not. Mm -hmm. So this wasn't a submitted question, but you wanted to talk about... Yeah. The top five, your top five NBA players. I really thought that was a question. I wasn't just like trying to like, I thought somebody was like, I'd be interested in who your top five were and Becky's because like, mine are ridiculous. Well, wait. No, I think that was a submitted question actually. It was. I really, because I'm not so arrogant to be like, everybody should hear my top five. No, because somebody did ask that now that I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mistyped that. That's okay. No, I just. So somebody did ask like, what are your favorite yeah. NBA players. Can you spring your top five? I mean, it does not have to be in order. Well, I didn't come prepared with that because I just have a smattering of people that I would Right. Get. So, um, well, how about we jump into your top five, then I'll just piggyback on okay. yours. Okay. So. so, do you have any guesses as to who any of mine are? Uh, do you yes. want to write them down quick while I start talking? This is great radio here. <laughs> okay, so... I just want to say, Tobias, some time while you're writing these down, I think Aaron will get three right um, out of my top five. I will tell some people who I considered, but then I didn't say. But I did not grow up with the NBA. I grew up with MLB. 
So I know a lot about the Milwaukee Brewers from the late 80s and early 90s. So that's really, that's like what I grew up with. So um, that's why my players are not like, the, my top players are like more current than like the 80s and the mm-hmm. 90s. All right. So some people I considered, I considered Pau Gasol. Really? Because he has my favorite name in sports. Pow! Pow. <laughs> okay. Gasol, like you could say it, like well, you punch your arms. So I like his name. I really like that guy who played on the Wolves. He was Russian and he had that neck beard. Well, can we go back to Pau Gasol before the neck beard Russian guy? (laughs) Uh So people say that people are very definitive that Pau Gasol is a surefire Hall of Fame Hall of Famer. So like he'll get voted in. Cool. Is he better than his brother Mark with a C? Um, I would rather take Mark really? in his prime over Pow, but Pow was more accomplished because he rode Kobe's coattails to a couple championships. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Gasals also have neck beards. Yeah, I mean, they're a rugged Spanish family. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. So I like Pau Gasol's name. I like that guy who played for the Wolves with the neck beard. He liked to fish, and he just lived in, like, a regular condo. Was that, don't oh. tell me, Alexi Shved? <laughs> no, that was. <laughs> <laughs> so who, who, who do I like, then? Alexi Shved was. Is that the blonde-haired one? No, he only played one year with the Wolves, and he was, he was so unhappy. Apparently, he was. Well, Didn't he have some pop no, star girlfriend? He had two, two years with the Wolves. This is way too much Wolves talk for this. Okay. But, like, so the first year with the Wolves, he was really good at the beginning of the year to the point where I was like, I would I would love to get rid of Ricky Rubio and just no. have this guy. Oh, he was no. so good. But then he just got really sad. Right. And then uh, I, th- I think his girlfriend came over from Russia to hang out with him right. or something. I don't know. Whatever. Did but some like, other players but he got, steal like, her? Uh, you know, it might that that's not unheard of in NBA locker rooms that that would happen, but um, yeah, but he was the one who Ricky Rubio in that famous uh, meme or whatever said that that famous video clip is like Alexi, be happy, change your face, be happy. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that you know, because Alexi was so unhappy. But the person that you're the ice fishing guy with yeah. the beard who yeah. looks like an assassin. Yeah. Um, his name he looks. Okay, do you remember, did you ever watch Superman episode two, part two? I, I, I did, I'm so there's sure, these three, but I don't remember. So these, there's these three bad guys, and the, the one guy who doesn't talk very much, uh-huh. he looks exactly like that Wolves player. Really? Yeah, and so like everybody thinks that he looks exactly like this oh. guy. But he would ice fish, and he was very yeah. gentle, but he was 300 pounds and like all muscle, and yeah. he was just... Yeah. So what's his name? Nikola Pekovic. Ah, yeah. Yeah. See, I really know my favorite players. Because <laughs> I was like, what a what a nice down-home guy. Because like in the Balkans, it's like the I-C is pronounced itch, not oh, ick. Oh, okay. So. Man, the NBA is kind of like homeschooling. You just learn about, <laughs> learn about different cultures and languages. Um, okay, my other player who I consider... Wait, so you, so you have Nikola Pekovic. Yes, these are my... I, Pau Gasol. So heavy on the centers right now. Oh, oh. Okay. These are my also-rans, okay? 
I like Rocco, Robert Covington from the Timberwolves because his hair is just something different all the time. He seems cheerful. Yeah, he was happy. You know, the thing about is Robert Covington. So Robert Covington sounds like he should be a character on Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But he's actually uh, not <laughs> no. from Downton Abbey and not British. He's, um, anyway. But yeah, he's he has cool hair. and But he looks like this really tough guy. But then yeah. when you interview him, he sounds like he just inhaled a bunch of helium. And he oh, has this really, really high really voice. High and voice. it's like, I don't know, whatever. Interesting. I like the unexpected level. I do like players with good hair, but I have no time for Jimmy Butler, even though he has Neither cool does hair. America. America's two thumbs down to Jimmy Butler. I wanted to like him. <laughs> I had hope, but I his hair could not cover up his bad attitude. Anyway, also, as a sidebar, I like the drama that Draymond Green brings anywhere he goes. Right? Is his uh-huh. last name Green? Yeah. I like that. I like Draymond for his drama, but I'm glad he's not on the Wolves. But I find him to be entertaining. Okay? Mm-hmm. So here comes... Do you know there's a rap about Draymond Green? No. It's, who, it goes something like... It? Well, I think it was like some Bay Area rapper came uh-huh. up with this song. It was... Uh, um, he dropped this track that was like... Uh, uh, Passing you never seen money like Draymond Green or oh. something like that. So, is it a whole rap dedicated to Draymond or just a line in another rap? Uh, it's a general Warriors track. Oh, you know, that's cool. Which some people don't like the Warriors. I was always pro Warriors. Mm. I'm pro their coach. You like Steve Kerr because he reminds me of Logan from Gilmore Girls. He's like a grown-up <laughs> Logan. Stop. Mike Fox, do a side by side. I know you're. I know you're good at that. Can you do a side by side picture of Logan from Gilmore Girls so and Ma- Steve Kerr? So Mike, Mike sent us a side by side of uh, Joe. Joe Burrow's girlfriend and the Hamburglar. And I was right. Episode. I was totally. Yeah, right. you were. Okay. You were. Okay. okay. So to my actual top five. Okay. These are in no particular order. Steve Nash, former guard? Yes, point guard. Point guard for the Phoenix Suns. Mm-hmm. Okay, this happened when, I don't know if you were here for this, Aaron, but I felt like I needed to pick a favorite NBA player, and we were hanging out, well, I was hanging out with Nate at camp, and okay. I was like, I'm going to pick Steve, I'm going to pick Steve Nash. He's not that tall, he's like regular guy tall. Did you know who Steve Nash was back then? Because that was right when we met. Yeah, I don't know why I knew who Steve Nash was. Um, He's Canadian. Mm -hmm. I find that to be interesting. Yeah. And he is a really excellent all-around athlete. He could have been a professional soccer player, I read once. Mm -hmm. And so I just respect the athleticism. And I just decided to pick him. Yeah. Like, in the late 90s. So... He was drafted in 96. Mm. Don't ask me why I know that. Actually, well, I will explain why I know that. So I was the, I was one of the, I was an early adopter, way, way, way early adopter. Of the triangle offense? On the Nash, no, of of Steve Nash fandom. Because, so when he was a junior in college, he went to Santa Clara. So Mm. he was a nobody, but... I subscribed to Sports Illustrated back then. So Sports Illustrated did this huge write-up on this no-name Canadian point guard who was just amazing 
named Steve Nash. And I thought he was so compelling. Yeah. Um, that he was my favorite college basketball player then. Really? So, and he did really well in the, in the NCAA tournament when he was a senior. And I was like, I know who this guy is because he's one of my yeah. favorite players. So, but that summer that the Sports Illustrated article came out, um, I was so, I really liked Steve Nash so much that I showed cattle at the fair. Yes. And you know, I sold them for a lot of money. And yes. that's why I did that through my 4-H club. And so like you need, you need to name your steer that you were showing. Yeah. And my, I named my steer Nash. Oh, after Steve Nash. Yeah. Nice. And nobody, that was before anyone knew who Nash was. There wow. was a, there was a cow <laughs> in River Falls named Nash. Okay. So. so did you have that written down? Yes, I had Steve Nash written down. That For me? One. Yes. Oh, good. Good job. Yes. Um, also, Charles Barkley. Really? Because I think he's a funny broadcaster. That's the only reason. Really? I don't know anything about his sports. Let me guess. Was he a Laker? What team did he play on? He played for the Phoenix Suns as well. Oh, was he teammates with Steve Nash? No, 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 no. They were in different eras. They were in different eras. <laughs> I was going to say, oh my god. So he played for the 76ers, then he played for the Suns, then he played for the Rockets. Because I can picture he... like yellow and purple in my head. Yeah. Well, those were the Suns' colors. Right. You know, the purple and everything. And the Lakers are purple. So Barkley was probably the second best player in the NBA for a couple years there. Really? Yeah, he was really good. But I think he's a really funny broadcaster. Yeah. So that makes him one of my favorite players. Do you know that as a broadcaster, he intentionally doesn't have any friendships or connections with players because he wants to be unbiased? Oh, yeah. So that's why he just like rips LeBron and people like that. And he's like, well, I don't, I'm not friends with them. So whatever. That's interesting. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion about that. It's interesting interesting. to move through life. (laughs) Um, I'm going to jump down to the other one I think you're not going to get. Okay. Anyone who was on that Florida team that won back-to-back championships in the NCAA big oh, dance, yeah. that Florida team, like 2006, 2007, which I only know because I Googled it because I was like, I'm pretty sure they won back-to-back. And people didn't go into the NBA, like Joe Kim Noah, Corey Brewer, Al Horford. Like, I just was so moved by their commitment to their team. What, was, what were you so moved by? I just like that they stuck together. Huh. You know, and I love, like... I was really sad, obviously, that the NCAA basketball championship brackety thing got canceled because I love that. Like, the whole thing about it, I love doing my picks. I love watching it. I love that each game just totally matters. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like win or lose, you're in or out. Like, I love that. I loved the feelings that came from that. Um, that team that stuck together. Because that coach, he ended up going into the NBA and was like, I cannot handle their drama. And then he went back to college basketball, right? No, he's, coach? No, he's still he with still the Thunder. Really? Well, he was, with, he, was with, he was with Russell Westbrook, which would make oh, me want to go back to that college. That would make me want to like, is there like a high school team? <laughs> I can't handle that. I didn't, okay, I thought he went back to the college, but he maybe just was on the struggle bus in the NBA because it's like these guys and their yeah. diva tendencies. Well, apparently Durant went to Golden State partially because he really didn't like Billy Donovan, the, his coach, really? the Florida guy. Which was interesting because, like, and the reason why we know that is because KD had a burner account on That's Twitter. Right. That's and he right. said that. So, wow. So KD. there's that. Wow. Yeah. 
So anyway, I have a soft spot for those guys. I admit I knew Joe Kim Noah was on that team. Can I tell you a Joe Kim Noah story? Uh-huh. So Joe Kim Noah, he uh his his dad was a professional tennis player in France. Oh. So um anyway. So he he wore his hair like he almost had scrunchies in his hair, like yes. the late nineties with yeah. scrunchies. The the so, dad did? Well, the dad, dad might have as well, but Joe Kim Noah. Yeah, I remember it, Joe It looked Kim's, like yeah. he did scrunchies. Anyway, but also, so he, Noah was a huge trash talker. So this was like in the height of Kevin Garnett with the Celtics right. as well. So Garnett would just trash talk yeah. Joe Kim Noah so badly. And Noah apparently in an interview once was like, he is a bad man. I do not like him. I had his poster up in my room no. when I was a kid. He is a terrible human. I do not <laughs> like him. I was like, no. well, oh. so there's that. Poor <laughs> Joe Kim. So I, I just like those guys. Corey, I hope they're still friends today. Corey Brewer was on the Wolves. I just can't even. Oh. I just can't even. I feel like I liked him when he was on the Wolves. Because he, he, was he smiled a lot and had a lot of energy and... But you know who else smiles a lot? Andrew Wiggins. And he that did not translate to good play. No, it didn't. Smiley guy. Yeah, that's that's about that was the scouting report (laughs) on Andrew Wiggins. He smiles and gets paid a lot of money. Okay. You'd better not say Andrew Wiggins for your last player. No, no, no. I value my life. I have two players left. Ricky Rubio. Ruby. Did you did you write that down? Oh yeah. That's my second one. Ricky Rubio. Because of that story you said how he just has like a joy and a love of the game even though he's from barcelona where people surf he was happy in minnesota until that jerk got to be the coach whatever that guy who looks like tom varner (laughs) tom thibodeau thibodeau you know he can't hope tom varner is not listening well no he just looks like tom thibodeau but um but I feel like he was not good for Ricky's spirit and the joy no. that Ricky had for the game. And then you bring in, what's his face, Jimmy with the hair. And so anyway, I really appreciated the joy that he brought to the game. His little mysterious tattoo on his neck that I still don't know what it is, even though I Googled it a few times. Yeah. Um, I just feel like he had a lot of love for the game. I feel like, I feel like he's gone through a lot of looks since he's been a wolf. Yeah, he you really know, has. I just, I just liked him, and I remember watching the draft like on our laptop, and you were just like so excited when they got Ricky Rubio. I think that was back when we didn't have internet, and we were stealing the internet from Jeff and Betty next yes, door. Yes, yeah, we were, that's how we were. And you were like refreshing it. You were like, "Come on, <laughs> let it be Ricky." Yeah. So. Yeah. But um, so Ricky, after he left Minnesota, I mm-hmm. think that just kind of broke his spirit in some kind of way because mm-hmm. so when he got traded to Utah, he. Grew out his beard like crazy, and then he, he, his, it's like he had he pulled back his hair like the, I don't know it was it was this very interesting look, and then his he got these arm tattoos that were just of, um, lots of animals, hmm. and it was just very interesting. So he he was trying to going for the tough guy look, right? But they played they played Oklahoma City in the playoffs. His first year, I think, okay. that he was away from Minnesota, and uh, anyone who disagrees with me can look, can Google this. Right. Like, he stole Russ Russell Westbrook's lunch money 
in well, that good. series. And he was so Russell Metros Westbrook was so mad at him, and he just outplayed Russell Westbrook. Good. Did he then and post a cupcake th- on Instagram to taunt him? <laughs> He should have. Do they have Instagram for Ricky Rubio? Maybe. They do. <laughs> Lastly, and this one I know you're going to know, but Kevin Durant. And I know that Kevin Durant has gotten a little too big for his britches, and he had his burner account, but I will always, always love Kevin Durant because of his MVP speech when he was talking about how his mom was like, you're the real MVP. And he was talking about how they finally thought they made it when they had an apartment to themselves and they were just hugging and crying in the living room and just all like, I mean, I don't know. I just like when people like their moms. And when he said, you're the real MVP, and he was crying, mm-hmm. I will always love him because of that, even though I know, like I said, that he maybe has some growing edges in his personality. Mm-hmm. Did you think I would say Kevin Durant? No, I didn't have that one down. <gasps> really? I only had two. I only had Nash really? and Rubio. Oh, but, No, I, that's all I had. Oh, okay. But, yeah, like, um, there's a lot of people who really don't like Kevin Durant. Just as fans that don't like Kevin Durant. Um, I, I really, really like Kevin Durant. Do you? Mm-hmm. Is he on your list? Um, well, I didn't make a list. Oh, I didn't know if he was one of those but, people you had. Well, yeah, I would probably have him on top five though. Is he a, is he a good enough player to be on the top five, or are you just like? Well, do you, you have a little feeling well, about being the real MVP? Um, no, not really, not really. <laughs> believe it or not, no, I just like his game, and I just really like the way he plays, and I think he, I think he's, I, I, I don't know, I, he's. He's just really has thin skin and yeah, um, yeah, and and people and fans just really don't like players with thin skin, so they just kind of capitalize on that. So I don't know, whatever. Yeah. If it makes you feel better about yourself by hating on Kevin Durant, you go for it. Well, you know who leads that <laughs> fan base is Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Talk about thin skin. Ah, uh, yeah. They just channel it in different ways. Right. Yeah, for sure. But but um. Yeah, so those are the top five NBA players. That was really good. Thank you. Yeah. I've so, been really hard-hitting sports content to the lobby. Yeah. But, so there was another question that we will not answer right now. Okay. Because we're going to save that for a different podcast. Oh, mm-hmm. But there was a question that was submitted about who is better, Michael Jordan or LeBron. Okay. And we're going to, yeah, we're going to save that for later. But, so, because uh, there is the Michael Jordan documentary releasing during the global pandemic because it's been highly anticipated. So it was going to release in June, but now it's going to release in April. Oh, well, that was nice of ESPN. Is it ESPN? Yeah. Oh, yeah. good for them. So, but but, uh, it's being produced by Michael Jordan, so it might have some bias. That's like state-owned media. (laughs) Okay. It's like North Korea. Basically. (laughs) That just pushed me to LeBron. That's what that did. But because uh, I remember hearing about this years ago that there was this NBA entertainment crew that followed Jordan around for the 98 season. Oh. That was his last year yeah. with the Bulls. And they just followed him around everywhere and they had complete access. And Jordan, I think, uh, he signed a contract that he owned the footage. But apparently that has never been made into a documentary because oh. apparently... It made him look like a complete lunatic. 
And to, yeah, to be fair, you can't be that good and just be a normal person. And right. by normal, I mean like, hey, it's no biggie, man. Like, <laughs> you can't have that attitude and compete at the level in which he competed. Yeah. So apparently, that's why this documentary has never been made. There's, but huh. anyway, so that's that's why. Yeah. But apparently, they got everybody for the the documentary to like be interviewed but i'll be interested to see like what if there are any biases with it but i am very very interested so yeah but we will we can talk about mj versus lebron oh yeah we'll answer that question at the end or address that question address it there's no real answer it's an Uh, opinion question i think think there's oh gee i'm gonna pick lebron just to make you mad (laughs) oh (laughs) god because that wouldn't be interesting if we were both like yeah mj yeah good point good point for you Okay, so next question that was submitted. Uh, so what are your favorite sports-related memories? What are your favorite sports-related memories? Well, Bob Euchre, the voice of the Milwaukee Brewers on the radio, his voice and commentary is like the soundtrack of outdoor memories of my childhood. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like you can hear his voice and you're just transported back to like being in the backyard and playing and mm-hmm. doing whatever. So I don't know if that counts, but for me, that's like, I don't know. It's just like a really warm, familiar feeling I get from hearing Bob Uecker on the radio. Mm-hmm. So that, and I remember we would have like World Series parties, like when the twins played the Braves in the World Series, you know, my mom made Homer hankies and mm-hmm. like our aunts and uncles came over and we had a World Series party. So that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. yeah. So those I think what I would say are my, my like childhood memories of sports. Mm-hmm. And we'd, we would like have fun like going to Brewers games and stuff, but I don't know that I would have anything specific probably because I'm more about the experience at a sporting event mm-hmm. than the actual sporting event so i think i I remember more of like feelings about Mm -hmm. the sports (laughs) and like oh that was cool that was fun going to the game and Mm -hmm. getting peanuts or whatever as opposed to like a specific Mm -hmm. thing so so for me the minnesota twins won the world series in 87 and 91 when i was in elementary early middle school yeah so we were probably shaking Homer hankies at the same time at the '91 game. We weren't at the game in our living rooms. Maybe did you have a Homer? You hanky? had Homer hankies. Well, my mom made in Milwaukee. Like, no, no, no. Like my mom like cut white fabric and then we <gasps> pretended they were Homer hankies because it was the party. It was like you were at the Little House on the Prairie. Yes, <laughs> yes. This is why I'm growing sourdough. I have like really Little House on the Prairie in my blood. Anyway, so yeah, we do Homer hankies. You're talking about your sourdough bread that you're making. I right just now. well, I just did a little transition, but we're back to the twins. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So the '91 World Series is often credited as being the most dramatic, best World Series ever. Besides, like some World Series that was in the '60s, I can't remember which one that was. Anyway, so the '91 World Series that was when Game Seven in the Metrodome, Jack Morris uh, throws. 10 innings of shutout, like, innings. Wow. 10 shutout innings. Wow. Yeah, apparently he was, like, he was in the upper, he was clocked, his fastball was clocked in the upper 90s, like, what? in the 10th inning. Yeah, wow. it was, it was really incredible. So, wow. Um, so, but at the end of the ninth inning. Yeah. 
my parents. Now, I was not a casual Twins fan. No. I was listening to them every dang day in the summer on the farm. All right? <laughs> I was watching them on TV. I was following them. <laughs> like, I was a real fan. Yeah. Now, I am a fair weather Twins fan. If they're right. good, let me know. Okay? <laughs> I, got, I got a lot going on in life. I don't have enough bandwidth to be following this team. So... Um, so I was a real fan. Real, yeah, real fan. So 91, game seven, bottom of the ninth, it's tied 0-0. It's about maybe 10-something at night. <laughs> My parents sent me to bed. <laughs> oh, no. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> they probably... My mom does not remember this, and maybe it's better that she doesn't listen to this podcast because she is she is not on the right side of history here. So she sent me to bed. Yeah. And did you so, listen to it? Oh yeah. So like I I had the lights off. I had my Fisher Price radio Aww. turned to WCCO. I was under my pillow. I was listening to it. So when Gene Larkin hit the game winning hit in the bottom of the tenth. I just sprinted out of my room and I was like, yeah! <laughs> Were your parents watching it still? Oh, yeah. Oh, gee. Were they mad at you? I don't remember them being mad at me. They probably were like, oh, we should have let him stay up. Because <laughs> this is a sports memory I had. We were allowed to stay up for the end of when Juan Nieves, the Brewers pitcher, pitched a no-hitter. We got to stay up late to watch a no-hitter. Oh, really? Yeah. There was Juan... No Juan Nieves. Oh, yeah, interesting. That's a. I wonder if anyone will remember him besides <laughs> me and my family. But I think my dad, because you know, my dad is like the hugest baseball fan. I think he was like, "You don't ever get to see this, mm-hmm. you know," and let us stay up for it. So yeah, go yeah, Bears. Okay, so we got some other questions, but we'll just save those from another time. But anyway, but thanks for sharing us with us uh, your top five NBA players. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. I think nobody else would have those guys. Well, maybe they would have Kevin Durant. I was really surprised at the Pau Gasol admission. Oh, you didn't think I'd even mention him? No. Oh, really? Oh, not I at feel all. like I've been on record about his name. Yeah. Pow! Like, I don't know. Maybe I'm not a good listener. Mm. Who knows? Maybe it's always during a basketball game that I mention him. <laughs> <laughs> Might explain it. All right. Hey, well, thanks for listening to The Lobby, and we'll talk to you later. Bye!